Hi, this is Colleen McGee welcoming you to episode number 123 of Fort Riley, the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we're talking about Energy Action Awareness Month. The theme for this month is Energy Resilience, Sustain the Mission, Secure the Force. Michael Kerr, I am the Branch Chief for Utilities and Energy with Public Works. So talk to me about October being Energy Awareness Month. What are we trying to get people to think about? Yeah, so every year the Army designates October as Energy Awareness Month. We want people to think about how they use energy, how they conserve energy, and how we can use it in a better manner. So in all of this contributes, especially here on Fort Riley, it contributes to how we are able to continue our mission. Absolutely. We work in a couple of different ways in the energy branch. The first of which is to make sure we have continuing energy for the soldiers to train and then also working to keep those energy costs low. And that's our kind of our energy conservation. And that is one of the things that we really try and focus on during Energy Action Month is to get out there and and talk to our families, talk to our soldiers, talk to our civilians about how they can conserve energy so that we can use some of those dollars and we can maneuver them in other ways to provide other things for the families, for the soldiers, and to help them train better. So I understand that you're going to be out at a couple of different locations throughout the month. So we'll have at least one day at each, the commissary and the PX. And then I think we have two days set up at the library. And there we're going to have tips uh, on energy conservation, uh, a little bit of information for families, for kids on on how they can conserve energy, where they can conserve energy and, and what it means. And, and what what does that involve? What can the kids do? you know, to help conserve energy, turning the lights off in their bedroom when they're not in their bedroom, turning their video game systems off when they're not playing them, turning the TV off and, you know, using less water, uh, turning the water faucet off when they're brushing their teeth. Energy Awareness Month comes at the perfect time of year when we're transitioning our environmental systems, heat and cooling and all of that kind of stuff. Is there anything, you know, about the time of year that would be useful for folks? I think just thinking about the differences between summer and winter. Summertime, you know, we tend to think about the heat of the sun. And so, so we pull our blinds down so we don't, the sunlight coming in the windows doesn't make your room incredibly hot. But in the winter, we can actually take advantage of the sun. Um, you know, during the day, we can open the blinds and let the heat in from the sun. Uh, we can let the light in a little more too. And, and that allows us to be able to maybe turn off our overhead lights and use the natural daylighting uh, to help us conserve the energy. So, so kind of thinking about those different times of the year. Also thinking about, you know, how do we, you know, what can we do to stop the cold from coming into our buildings? Um, whether that's, you know, kind of sealing the cracks, making sure the doors are shut, um, maybe the little draft stops at the bottom of your door if there's a small crack then you just even um, thinking about rooms that you don't use in your house you know maybe you can um, close them off shut the vents to them we obviously don't want them to get too cold and freeze but if they're not being used we can maybe not condition them quite as much um, you know thinking about setting our thermostats um, you know we're going to change our thermostats from heating to cooling so it's a good time to think about what set point do we want to use in the winter. 
we probably don't need to keep our houses, you know, at 78 degrees in, in, in the winter. So we can probably set those down closer to 70 degrees, you know. Uh, look at that thermostat. If you have the programmable thermostat, go ahead and set it uh, so that when you're gone during the day, you can set that temperature back or set it overnight. Maybe um, when nobody's awake, you can set that temperature back a little bit and get some energy savings then. Thinking about phantom energy or ghost energy is probably a good one. Um, any time of the year, it's a good one. Uh, and that phantom energy or that ghost energy is the energy that our, our electronics and, and other things use when they're not being when they're not being used. So things like computer monitors, making sure that you have the appropriate sleep settings so that when you kind of walk away from the computer monitors, most of us don't think about actually turning them off when we're done using them. But, you know, I get up and go to a meeting and having that computer setting set so that that monitor will shut off in, you know, five minutes and not, not use as much energy while it's not there. Unplugging things that that are seldomly used. Uh, paper shredders are a good one. You know, I might use my paper shredder in my office, you know, five minutes every two weeks. But if it's got a little LED light on it that's glowing, you know, this has it on and ready to be used, then it's still using energy. So uh, working with those things, you know, video game consoles, um, having power strips on those that make it very simple to just flip the flat power switch and shut the power off to all of it so it's not continually drawing uh, that energy. Being cognizant when you buy new electronics, you know, does it have that little glowing light that says it's on or it's off? Um, most of us can probably tell if the TV's on or off anyway, right? Do I need a glowing light? If you're buying a new microwave, do, do you need a clock in the microwave? I have three clocks in my kitchen, one on the stove, one in the microwave, and one on the radio, you know? If you have the option not to have a clock on, on a new electronics and you don't need it, then do that. It's more energy cost effective, you know, throughout the life of that appliance. Buying energy star rated appliances if they're buying them. And that's not just refrigerators and ranges, but but everything down to our computers, you know, and, and all those components to make sure that we are buying the most cost effective and up to date, not buying bigger than what you actually need because it still takes more, you know, the bigger you have it, the more energy it's still gonna take. Thank you for listening to Fort Riley, the podcast. Oh, 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 oh